Hello and welcome to episode 16 of I'm Not Doing This Without Alcohol. My name's Denise Ferguson and tonight we're here with Chris Williams. I hope you enjoy the episode. It's like a sordid affair, shouldn't be happening. But we're going to give it a go tonight. So we are thank, you. Give it a thank go. you for that. Oh, anytime. What else did I send you? You've also you've also sent me a, a urine sample, which is really nice. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, you really need to see a doctor because it's very powerful stuff. That, um, right. Give it, a, go, which I, give it I a try is... to me and tell me. So this is a sample from our sponsor, Wax House. Yep. What's it like? It's well. well. Do you want to do the the the, the, the posh or the, yeah. the nose is really? I can't do that. I, no. I mean, it smells good. Yeah. <gasps> Down your one. <laughs> That's actually quite nice, actually. Is That's, it? Yeah, yeah. I can feel the hairs growing on my chest as we speak. I'm glad that there wasn't a That's sound nice. to me then, because I don't need hairs on my chest. No, no, no. no. I mean, the ones you've got no. are fine. It's fine. Yes, <laughs> perfectly <laughs> adequate. <laughs> well, well no, Andrew nice. will be very happy. He sent us samples, and he's a yep. local distiller, so I will let him know that you've enjoyed it muchly. Thank you very much, Andrew. I will, uh, yes, I appreciated that. Thank you. Good. So, back to you and your business. What's your business called, and what do you do? Well, a lot of people know me for the proper LinkedIn marketing, which is essentially the, the branding that we've got for our, our marketing business. The, the actual business isn't a, a marketing business at all, it's a software business. It's called Get Doddle. And we, and when I say we, it's not the royal we, it's just myself and Paul, which is co-founder. We've, we've grown a very small team. Um, we essentially built a software, a piece of software for project management. And it was designed specifically, you know what, that's really good stuff, Andrew. (laughs) (laughs) It was designed specifically for freelancers. Um, It was designed for freelancers that had multiple projects, multiple clients, multiple tasks, then they all need to manage them. And for a couple of years, this piece of software was doing okay. It wasn't breaking any records. Um, We had a modest amount of numbers uh, of people using it. And about two years ago, we decided to try and change it a little bit to be more niche. Now, at the time, cash flow wasn't particularly 
particularly great, as we as, as many small businesses uh, can attest to. Um, and so we needed to find an alternate way of generating income to support the development. Um, we didn't want to go down the route of, of uh, capitalist or, or, or funding or anything like that. So we decided, um, and if I'm being honest, after a failed attempt at funding, we decided to try and, and bootstrap. And part of that so before you move on, before you move yeah. on, by failed attempts at funding, do you mean you tried it and it was a disaster or you didn't get the funding? It, we we got 65% of the funding and we didn't get the rest. And because it was a, 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 a crowdfund um, and part of the terms and conditions that you had to reach 100% for that money to then be released and that, it meant that we failed. Um, I'm, I'm more than happy explaining that we failed and it didn't work and using all those terms because I don't really give a rat's behind. We never discussed whether I can swear. Am I allowed to swear? Fuck yes. Yes, well, that's all right. That's good. That's good. Because it, unfortunately, it just slips out even when I'm sober, let alone when I'm a drunk. So that's good. Fair enough. Don't so, bring yeah. kids around me if you don't want them to learn new language. Yes, as I found out yesterday when my five year old had two of his friends around. And they were discussing the swear words that daddy uses. <laughs> yes, that was an awkward conversation, so at least. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we we catastrophically failed. I, we didn't catastrophically fail. We got a lot of people interested in the product, a lot of people with um, serious amounts of cash and great ideas and great teams behind them. Um, but we didn't get it past the finishing line, so we failed. That's fine. Um, in hindsight, two years on, massively massively happy that that failed because we've now got a product which we're drip feeding back into the market um, which I think is um, a little bit tasty to say the least. Um, but the, the reason why I've got a little bit of I don't know the following and the variety of, of being the, the arse of LinkedIn is because we niche down. And again I'm just going to stop you there. <laughs> a little bit. Precisely how many followers do you have Christopher? Our, um, it's coming up to 30,000. Yeah. So it's not I, a little bit. It's like you are literally known as the LinkedIn king or the LinkedIn arse, but the LinkedIn after. Well, not, you know what? Out of 620 odd million people, to have 30,000 people following you is minuscule. So, in that respect, don't do the, like, the head shake. <laughs> It's not, I'm, I'm remaining humble. Um, I, I'm very grateful that people take the time to, to follow and comment and, and like the, the shit that I get up to. Um, but I think the, that, that's only part of the story. I think there's a lot more when it comes to, uh, and it's something that I'd, I'd like to just sort of discuss a little bit more as we go on is, is the responsibility of having people that follow and like you and do that sort of stuff. So um, yeah, I, I, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. and. My, my ways and my thoughts about that in a bit, no doubt. Um, but the business, uh, the, so the, the proper LinkedIn marketing, we niched down two years ago. We, we, we understood that we could get decent traction through LinkedIn. Uh, we set ourselves a goal that, you know what, let's, if we can get six figures out of LinkedIn in a year, we've got something that can fund this product. Um, so in Wow, that is a huge aim, six figures in a year. Do you have a grand plan for the whole 12 months or did you just go have a I'm, I'm good really honest that was we, we had a plan we've had we've had several plans we have pivoted more than Torval and Dean we <laughs> in, in terms of the, the marketing strategy and what works so when we 
very first started, well, when I first started, so this was before Paul and I, my, my co-founder, got, got together, um, my focus on LinkedIn was to find leads for my business, which was um, a, a business called Network Freelance at the time. That, uh, I got made, well, it, wasn't, it wasn't made redundant, but that, that business came to an end because of funding issues. It was owned by a, a, a large recruitment firm, they had a set amount of money which was given to the project and the project ended at the same time as the money ended and it was either we carry on and, and push this or I go my own way. Uh, I, I took the other option, went my own way and I was faced with this position of not having a job, of having a one-year-old child um, at home as well as a, 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 a seven-year-old at the time. Um, house to pay for, couple of cars to pay for, all of this sort of stuff with no job, and savings which would probably last between three to three and a half months. And uh, I took the decision, the, the fucking stupid decision, to go, you know what, I can do this on my own. And it was a proper squeaky bum time, you know, it was proper 50p, 5p, 50p, 5p. Uh, yeah, I, so I've been in that position at least twice, and... and well, I suppose ongoing ever since where, you know, it's a constant squeaky bum situation. And I yeah. find that I have very few moments of, holy fuck, this is scary, because I have yeah. so many moments of, there is no other option, this is going it's, to work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That the I, it's, it's very true what people say is, is, you know, you've not faced fear until you've faced failure. And I think that that is true, is, is looking at the family at home and the bills backing up, the credit card getting fatter and fatter, and you think, you know what, this this don't last long. This really don't last long. I've got to either go and sign on, go and ask for somebody for a job somewhere, or actually pull my thumb out my arse and do something. And it, 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 was, it was one particular person I got a, a gig with uh, on, on LinkedIn, via LinkedIn, um, it got nothing to do with management LinkedIn. It was it was a digital strategy job. It was coming on and, and giving a bit of advice with how I'd set up previous business to help this person set up there. And the guy said to me, you know, well, what what sort of figure you're looking for? And I said, oh, I'm at two hundred pound a day. Because in my head, two hundred pound a day, if I could do that, that was the equivalent of, of what would pay all my bills and make sure that it was it was Heinz beans, not Tesco beans, that were eating. Um, Fair and, and it, sure. You know what I. I I do, I do, but I'd I'll rather do be sponsored. They do, but I'd rather be sponsored by Heinz if anyone's listening. Um, <laughs> oh, actually, yeah. Sorry, yeah, we're looking for you know, podcast yeah. sponsors. So Jack, Jack Daniels, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah. Jack Daniels, this is quite nice. Do you know what? This is quite nice. I've had a chocolate chai. Yeah, quite yeah, right, tasty. Um, so yeah, it, I, 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 I snapped his hand off. He offered me the job. It was, it was literally two months' work. But that inclination that, you know what, I've, I've not begged for a job. I've not told anybody I'm desperate on there. I've not done open to new opportunities. It was purely engaging with people and speaking with people and, and, and having conversations. And I was having five, six, seven conversations a day, not knowing if that conversation was going to lead to an opportunity or not. And I did that It's funny you solidly. say that because I, yeah, I similarly, but, more, but probably slightly more tragically, I found myself with with without husband and with two children uh, very good friends with him now but clearly because he was an utter arsehole and um and the very next day having you know lost everything business you know the house was going everything 
yeah. got a phone call. Just got a phone call from a friend saying, like, I know you do property stuff. You know, I've got this like, NHS organisation that's in total shit. Is that the type of thing you do? And I was like, yes. Yes, I yeah. do. <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> and that was it. You know, yeah. and, and, you know, and literally the same conversation. Oh, how much do you need to be paid? And I was like, this much. And they were like, yeah, okay, cool. You know, we'll pay that. And literally haven't stopped working since that day. It's, it's uh, the I, I owe a, a massive debt of gratitude to the platform. There's no no two ways about it. it it's it saved saved my ass massively. It really has. When I was being a dickhead, thinking you know what, Billy Big Bollocks can sort all this out on his own, it was the LinkedIn platform that that sorted it. So there's always going to be a bit of an affection there. It's like you know your first love. Maybe not. Uh, he was an ass as well. <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> Um, I'm, I was going to make say something. I'm not going to say. No, right, we're moving on. We're moving on. Moving on. So, um, so yeah. So uh, th- th- this one gig it, it made me realise that you know what? If, if I apply that sort of principles to what I've just done to find this gig that's paying me 200 quid a day for doing such and such, I wonder if I could find something else. And and from the, from that day on, so that was that was four years, so three and a half years ago. What we're in 2019 now. Yeah. So that was that was the start of 2016. And. I started to write once a week and it was nothing nothing of, of any it was crap looking back at some of the stuff because I download my data on a regular basis you look back at some of the posts and think wow what a knob to be fair there's a lot of people probably listening to this thinking what a knob now but yeah, at the, at the time yesterday. yeah that was yeah different day um so I you know I I, I started writing once a day and that it never it never worked. I was getting one or two lines. I was getting a bit of comments. But what, what I discovered that if I started talking to people and engaging on their posts and if I, you know, said something a bit constructive or offered, dare I say, value, that person would reciprocate. And so would their circle of friends. And you almost it almost felt like I was being enveloped by different social circles. So did a lot of online training, a lot of, of research and started looking at the psychological aspect of why we connect with people, the reasons why we do stuff and and built this, this I, in my head, a, a process of what I needed to do to say, right, this is day one and I've managed to get 200 quid a day just for a short period of time by doing what I've done now, right? If I can, if I can up what I'm doing, can I then up, up my output and, and, and income from it? Um, and over time, that's happened so the software business that Paul and I started roughly at the same time we had we had no money he's a tech guy I was I was commercial you know when you sit sit around a, a table in a club and you say well I'll be CCO you can be CFO and you can be that sort of thing all the you know, all the stuff that wannabe entrepreneurs do um we, we did that um and it, it, it transpired that we was um really shit at selling uh we was we was we was pretty crap at, at commercializing the products um but we were good at building conversations with people so fast forward to when we made the decision to say you know what we really need to spearhead to get some funds for the software product um i let go of everything else i was doing we focused 100 percent on linkedin um so i opened myself up to speaking opportunities to helping people get the most out of linkedin we created so many free courses for people so many free articles where people could literally learn on the back of my learning um and and we, we created a five-day um sprint for job seekers uh, sorry 30-day sprint for job seekers which is a 30-day course that they if they did tasks on a daily oh, basis wow 
at the end of that 30 days, they'd have a profile that was not only attractive to recruiters and hiring managers, but it also get, had the platform to start their own journey on LinkedIn. So and we, we, we had close to 4,000 people that went through that over, over a year. So we, we didn't know what the end goal was. that the guy that won the prize was celiac um he couldn't eat any like 90 percent of the foods um it was a bit of a geek didn't like social too much it was it was an absolute disaster to try and do what i thought would have been a, an idea so the uh, he was one of the winners there was a, an under 23 winner as well i think so we ended had them back to the, the, the office and the office is a, a big 18th century manor house with the kitchens and everything like that so we had a nice, nice. meal and we got talking about um, what you know, how we did it. So he won it for for being, the, you know, the, the the 2015 freelancer of the year. He he won it for his, his tech. He was the, the the developer in a shed. So he had a shed at the bottom of his garden, and he did so many different things. So we got talking over dinner, and he's um, he he asked about what network freelance actually was. It's like thanks for the prize. What, you do so i explained it you know we're, we're we're not actually live yet this is what we're doing this is the website and you know got the phone out and showed it in and i realized as i'm showing you know probably the uk's best tech guy this this product which i've tried to build um is he about to rip it apart 
yes he did so we had a, a great conversation and it transpires a little bit later on that, that i actually hired him to finish the project the network freelance project do the tech build um and so it was when when network freelance where the money ran out and when when we we, we all called to call it quits um paul and i basically had a, a chat about going into some sort of agreement together um and the reason the the doddle product existed was because he built it to manage me because every single time i sent him something to do oh you're paul's guinea pig oh 100 100 i yeah. i am i am that that cro that that scope creep idiot that says oh thanks for that design can you just add i am that dick so he built this yeah product. me too yeah you know we go oh is that it only took me two minutes yeah not the 25 years it took me with the experience but it took two minutes so he built yeah oh no I'm, I'm even worse than that because and especially with claire it literally drives the mad because about about 97 percent of the time i go yeah that's fine i don't care and then three percent of the time i'm like that color's different that that letter's wrong that's not that's the wrong shape and she's like you don't care and i'm like what for that i care about that though and she's like Oh, you know, literally blows my mind. Yeah, so he, he, yeah. he built this piece of software to basically manage my objections. Um, and it was a brilliant piece of software because every time that I said, can you just do, he created a task and he automatically fired me an email with a bill. And it was like, oh, oh, I've got to pay for that. Oh, no, we, we'll leave it out then. We don't need that bit. So he, he managed me. He managed me into submission, basically. But the, the tech that he built, we both saw a bit of potential in it, this idea of task management and that sort of face that you froze on was um it's quite worrying awesome <laughs> sorry about that that's all right it's um, definitely a yeah, niche in some websites oh there you go <laughs> oh don't every facebook live i ever do i look like i'm doing something i shouldn't be doing it's awful <laughs> bless me so you were telling me about paul who built this um this soft software to manage you yes yeah so that, that when you know the the, the very the very first version was called squish um i still to this day don't know why we call it squish I, I i genuinely don't know where it came from um and paul admits the same we, we don't know um but squish was built and we uh we, we went through a funding round or we tried to do a funding round through this, this crowdfunding um and we we got we got some really really good investors involved in that they were really impressed we wanted 350k uh we got 65 percent of it uh, it was in talks with two guys that were going to put the rest in time run out and i'd like to say oh they they were dragging their heels bottom line is our product wasn't ready i can't deny that our product wasn't ready for investment and i'm glad we didn't get it in hindsight at the time i was kicking i was screaming it's like this this, this was meant to be our bloody everything so it, it it happens for a reason so we you know no, we, i'm we quite spiritual about things like that you know i'm i'm very very business minded but actually when it comes to failures or or missed opportunities or anything like that i really truly believe that you're always exactly where you should be yeah. i'm never i'm never 
so concerned. As long as I keep going, if I like wallow in self pity for more than a day, then I know that there's something wrong. But yeah, like keep going, and, and you've done that. So where are you kind of now then? So we now, so we, Paul and I, we've not, we haven't separated, but we've gone our own way in terms of what we've done for the business. So I have totally left him alone. I say left him alone. I'm still bugging him every day, but we've left him alone. He's he's developed the the, the squish version two, which is our, our get dog product. Um, it's it, it is um, phenomenal. I'm so proud to be part of it. Um, it's just a case of I want more people to see it. Now. While he was doing that, I needed to bankroll the whole project. So it was a case of well, you know what, we need to start monetizing LinkedIn a bit better. That's that's my go to. That's where I can. Um, do my shizzle, as so to speak, and and so that's that's what I've done for the past year. Um, I had a very loose goal, which was said at our last Christmas meal. So we we tend to have a, a Christmas meal. I'm missing this one this year. Before I missed it, so I was on holiday. Um, but the, uh, the the idea or the idea that I said is like, you know what? If we can push 100k in a year through the methods that I already know that that can work, that's going to be enough to bankroll this project isn't it that's that's what we can do um and and we all agree yeah that's yeah that's what we should do so that's what i've done um and we we hit 100k last year uh, last year last month um in terms of revenue um it's paid for what we do we we've lived on beans for a while we've had a couple of good days so every everything that we've we've earned we've kind of you know gone back into the business um we certainly could have earned a heck of a lot more. I think if we'd have done different things differently on reflection, we could we could probably have, have pushed this even further. Um, but I hope, I hope in, in in how we've done it and how we've been able to treat clients, get the results for clients, and and, and do what we've done. I hope we've we've created something which is valuable. And I so think. So, what's the plan for the? What's so? Obviously, get Doddle, you've got yes. a, a big a big plan for that. But what's the plan for for the LinkedIn side of it? Are you going to continue to do that and and continue to fund, or or is that going to stop at some point? Well, the 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 honest answer to that, if you'd have asked me six months ago, would be we're going to get the product live, we're going to bankroll till we we need it, and then the software is going to take over, and then the proper LinkedIn marketing will either sell it off or we'll just get rid of it. Um, if I'm being honest, I'm having too much fun. I actually enjoy what I do. I, I, I work from where the hell I want to. I've been in Europe. I've been uh, all over the place, coaching, teaching, training. I've been a guest lecturer at Greenwich University um, talking about employability. If I, I didn't think I was going to get asked back, actually. So the very first time, I, oh, there's a story. I got asked to go once. Um, and the whole idea was was to try and prepare students in their final year with LinkedIn. Say, look, this is a network that you need to get on, that sort of stuff. Uh, and one of the things that, that I was re I'm, I'm really quite passionate about is our our young folks, and I've got a twelve year old and a five year old. They're being told that you've got to go to university. There's there's, there's figures that are being set that you know what you're only going to get a decent job if you go and do this. You're only going to do this, and the being pigeonholed from from the age of two onwards that they have to do certain stuff, and I don't agree with that. I never went. To I think the wind's changing on that personally. Massive, massive. Yeah. I think it is. So when I, when I was invited to Greenwich University, I saw it as an opportunity to tell people about LinkedIn. I also took the opportunity to, and 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 probably against the person who hired me to go there, uh, to, to say that you know what, 
higher education isn't a necessity anymore. Experience is probably going to get you further, certainly in the earlier days, than than having a, a two one idea. So, uh, you know, a, a lot of the questions that I was being asked was, you know, how how can you monetize LinkedIn and what can you how can you find jobs and there weren't questions that were being asked by students that were these were mathematics students you know how are they going to apply their their degrees in their jobs it was actually you're doing really well on linkedin how do you do that and i don't think that was the reason why that i was i was invited there so i was a bit dubious about being invited back thankfully i was um and we did a coin a joint um sort of seminar day with um a recruitment firm oracle about employability so they, those sort of day I, I love doing those because I get to stand yeah. in, in, in a in a in a mass. I mean, I don't know if you've ever been to the University of Greenwich. It's where a lot of no. films are filmed because of the the architecture. It's massive. It's, I think it was part of the naval base at one point, or part of the naval headquarters, or something like that. I might be totally wrong. So if anyone listens to this and says Chrissy full of shit, I'm sorry. Yeah, um, totally made that up. Yeah, probably totally made that up. You know, King probably lived there once. I don't know. Um, but this this these grounds are absolutely stunning. To be able to stand there in front of some of their their alumni and their, their students as someone that the only formal qualification I've got post GCSE is in drama. Um, some of you might go, that makes sense. But that that's makes the sense. Only, literally, yeah. literally in my head going, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. So uh, that, you know, to, to be able to invite it into such a, you know, a, a big setting to be able to give my take on, on the world and my little LinkedIn life. Um, that, I enjoy that. Yeah, I'm so interested in doing public speaking. I really need to get myself out there, but I, it's always on the list of things to kind of do. So I definitely need to pimp myself out a bit more and get the whole message out there. So I'll, I'll pick your brain on that at some point in life. Absolutely. One of that's a, I, this, the different companies that I've I've spoke at this year range from um, uh, I can't even say some of them um, from multinational banks and some of their business. In fact, one of, one of the talks that I did at, uh, at an event, which was, the, I can say this one, which is an InsTech, insurance tech event, and I was invited on to talk about LinkedIn and how you can get most of it. And one of the speakers that was on before me was the chief marketing officer of HSBC. And she was talking about how social selling was becoming part of the thing and, ha- and having a presence online with social on LinkedIn was incredibly important. Um, and I didn't really think about what I was going to talk about. But the fact that she said this before me, I thought, well, I'll have a quick look on their LinkedIn page. And I think at the time there was something like 5,000 followers on there. Um, and every post, one like, two likes, three likes, tops like that. And so I, one of the things that I, I was asked was how, um, how do you see big businesses using LinkedIn? And without thinking, and, and regrettably, because it would have been nice to have worked with HSBC, um, I absolutely ripped HSBC apart in terms of, you know what, you can have as many followers as you want, but unless you're actually going to engage people, it's fuck all point. And I used yeah. her as an example and then realised this, this isn't in my head. I'm doing it and she's sat there. So it was like, oh, shit. Um, I've not been invited back there for some reason. I'm not, not too sure why. But... <laughs> oh, well, I always I always like to say that when, uh, when people kind of unfollow you or don't invite you back or whatever like that, it's just the rubbish taking itself out. It's It just saves me a job. So I'm it's absolutely fine with that. Yeah. If I can't go somewhere and be 100% myself, then, I, then I'm not coming. 
Yeah. There's, there's a, 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 an author, a lady called Adele Ravella, and she talks about buyer personas. Um, and and she's, a, she's a wonderful lady. She's incredibly intelligent when it comes to understanding how uh, buyers operate in their buyer journey. And she wrote a book about it. She's got a business. She's, she's I, I can't mention some of the companies that she works for, but some very, very big tech companies where she's helping them. One of the things she says is that buyers click to people and companies that have the same or similar worldview. We buy from products that we feel ethically attached to. And it's the same with relationships. We, we stick with people who we feel that we have a bond with, whether that bond be, be comedy or whether that bond be a, a shared uh, love for a particular animal or something or, or things like that. And that's why we see groups on social media doing so well. Not necessarily LinkedIn because groups on LinkedIn are shit, but certainly on Facebook and, and things like that. So we, we see this, this, we want to be associated with groups because we have a belonging. And you know what? If you if you're if you're belonging, if the people that are associated with you fall out of love with you, fall out of like with you, then it's meant to be. Get rid. It doesn't problem. We don't have to worry about it. So when when people do unfollow me or I, I get my my wit, my humour doesn't travel very well, particularly to the USA. Some people get it, and, and some don't. So this a post that I I did. About, yeah, I think it was yesterday or the day before it was about going to see my, my son's um, nativity play. Oh, yeah. Um, I was totally on board with that one. Well, I said, I don't know whether I should clap and, and, and be in awe like all the other parents or stand at the back and throw vegetables because, let's face it, this, the singing shit and the acting was just as bad as Hollyoaks. There was an American guy who took that quite offensively and said, you should always support your children. And it's like, you put, there's, there's 120 odd comments of people laughing and going, oh yeah, she definitely should throw vegetables out and things like that. Obviously, it's not real. Except for mine, my my, I fully said no. You should get drunk, save some vegetables for for dinner. But my yes, favourite was definitely if you can't throw them unless they're organic. True. Yes. Yeah. You, you, no. Yeah. Hit them with love. At least it's <laughs> organic love. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you know, I, I've I've over a period of time, and, and I've I've spoken to so my my you know Gemma and and, and Megan and Paul. They, they, all three of them are. If I'm, if I'm one end of the table or the spectrum, they're at the other. So I, I need them to balance me out. So that's why if you, if you, if anyone who's connected to Jenna Connell, you wouldn't think that we, we, we work together at all. She is, she is definitely my yin to, to her yang or whatever that's saying is. Um, yeah. So, so the, you know, some we, we, we occasionally get leads come in that'll go direct to Jenna. Um, and then Gemma will copy me on the lead flow and we'll have a conversation. And invariably is, um, who, who's Chris? And Gemma's like, oh, oh, he's the guy that runs the business. It's not me. It's like, no, Gemma, go with it. Go with it. It's fine. If, yeah. If, if, if they've gone to you, Gemma, you, they definitely don't want me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. It's funny you say that, and I talk about this a lot on the podcast, is that, that me and Claire are definitely the yin to the yang. Like, I will, you know, and I've, I've used this very analogy several times. That I will, I'm literally the ideas person, and, the, and my ideas are li- like you know spider diagrams. Any thought that comes into my head, I'm like, how about this? And, you know, and I could I could ring Claire up one day and say, you know, I think we need an elephant. And we're going to ride into an office, and she'll go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Two things: don't have an elephant, don't have an office. Like, calm down. What you're thinking, and just like for my creativity, I need her yeah. kind of you know level-headedness because if she says to me that is 
a brilliant idea. I am like, woo, you know, going for it. Hell, head, hell for leather. Yeah. I love it. No, I, we, you I think definitely everyone needs, needs a yin to their yang in their office. You do. You need, you need somebody that will keep you grounded. And, and Paul, Gemma and Megan are all people that do that to me, clinging to my legs to keep me grounded, I think, a lot of the time. Um, I'm, I'm, don't mind me, I'm getting another drink. Are you cracking on? Cracking on. Oh, I'm so proud, drink number three. Yeah, it's, I it's think been you've a, peaked on the time. podcast. I don't think anyone's gone on to drink three. What? Oh, come on. I know. Really? Weak. 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 There we go. But yeah, I mean, again, yin to yang, Paul doesn't drink. So I have to... I have to take this to the chair. Sorry. Yeah, do you know what? My first husband didn't drink, and and it could be, you know, the answer to all of the, the issues. But, in fact, I think until I married my now husband, I think every one of my other partners weren't drinkers. I don't... I totally don't understand how that was physically possible. But I suppose that makes sense as to why I've ended up with a, a fellow drinker. I was about to say a raving alcoholic then, but I've never Literally, noticed so I don't know. <laughs> Let's not call my husband a raving alcoholic. No, no. Right, okay, so let's talk about where you as a person, what do you do outside of, of doing your crazy job? Um, you know, I, up until last, when did last, like last year, I, I've played rugby since I was five. Um, you don't get this beautiful and this bulky with, with, without playing rugby, unfortunately. Um, so that's that's been my passion. It's, it's still my passion now. Um, it's got to the point now that if, if I play a game, even if I play a seniors game, um, where I am the spring chicken in the seniors, it still takes me two, maybe three days to be able to pick up a pencil afterwards. Um, so that, that's yeah. it's, it's a realisation. Yeah, I'm a huge rugby fan and, um, and, and and me and my husband, we go and watch rugby all the time and my ex-husband, he was, he was a, a rugby player and he used to retire every year that we were together and he yeah. still now occasionally goes out and plays for the vets and he'll come here and he'll just be absolutely broken. Yeah. So who do you support? Um, I know I know you support Northampton. I do. You do. My my local local team um, is is I suppose Leicester. However, ah, you're not however, a Tigers fan, are you? No, you know what? No, I'm not. Good. I I I I, I like wasps. <gasps> do you know what? I'm okay with that actually. I mean, they're shit, but oh, I'm okay ow, with that. Ow, they ow. are. Bless you. This this year that yeah, I mean, they're not doing you know, well, are they? They're not at all, no. Uh, I think the reason the reason being is one, their stadium is quite close to us. Well, it's the closest stadium to us at the Rico. See, well, when they we moved from uh, from where they were. Um, but my, my kids go to the Rico with me and they absolutely love it. They love the experience. Um, so that the whole that whole thing adds to, you know what, I'm, I'm happy to support these guys. If I'm being brutally honest, I support rugby. Yeah, me too. That's that's the thing for me. I, I will In fact, I play we're going, grassroots. Yeah, we're going totally grassroots for Boxing Day and we're going to see Bedford. Oh, wow. I've yeah. played Bedford before. Yeah, my ex-husband yeah. was a Bedford player. Yeah, so yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I, I think the... my So my son's five now, so he's he started playing or he... Uh, yeah, he has his in rugby tops now. Um, so our local club's where we live, so we live in a tiny little village near Staff in Staffordshire. Um, and he's, he's joined Litchfield Rugby Club. And, and last year, um, the, the coaches at the end of the year were doing certificates out and we all 
all that out. Sweets and say, hey, and all that sort of stuff. And that's how it is. Um, and I've, st- I've stood what? freezing cold on the, the side of your pitch several times. Well, it's, it's nice pitch. Clubhouse is quite good, isn't it? So, um, so the, uh, the, 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 the coaches, and we'd only, we'd only been there a couple of weeks, um, asked if there was anyone that wanted to do coaching next year. And I, I said, uh, yep, I'd be, I'd be up for that. I'd dedicate the time. And the very first training session, which was um, September 15th, something like that, around that time, um, it was a shit, miserable Sunday morning. And for the very first time in my entire career, I said, you know what? I don't want to do it. And I don't yeah. miss it. I don't miss it. I, ch- I coached um, uh, Ashby Rugby Club's uh, girls for a season a couple of years ago. Um, and that was because my, my little girl was interested in, in trying to play rugby. Um, and she, she's a, a phenomenal girl that plays rugby. She just doesn't like it. So there's a little, little part are a of me. as well. Yeah, a little part of me died that day. Um, but I no, think Zach... my youngest would be really good because she's a psychopath. Yeah, so I think it helps. She's... It helps. Yeah, yeah, I think she'd have it in her, but she's not interested in slighting. Yeah. My, my, my little girl, she's got she's got the build, she's got the, 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 the mentality. She just doesn't like getting hurt. Oh. Um, which is a shame, really, because... Have, have you tried hitting her more? I've tried. I, I tried rubber belts. They tend to be better. I learned that in the police. Um, they don't do bruises. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, let's let's not do that. We'll definitely get a complaint from that. Americans don't listen to this. We are literally joking. Yeah, that's. I've I've never hit her with a rubber hose. <laughs> it was wooden. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, where can people? So, what what is it you think you're doing for people at the minute? Because um, are you doing challenges? Are you doing um, you know, how can people get involved with your LinkedIn? So I training. I, there's, there's a little part of me that says if, if everyone starts doing it, it's, it's probably time for you to stop doing it. So we, we did the LinkedIn sprint a year, year and a half ago, uh, which was a, um, it, it wasn't a free sprint. It was, it was a five-day sprint and then you started paying. It was a monthly fee. Um, it lasted for six months. And we had, I don't know, seven, you know, four, maybe 500 people go through that process. Um, and then all of these five-day sprints started to happen. And everyone started having these, and everyone's got a a, 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 a club, a program, and that sort of stuff. And I thought, you know what? It, it, it all, for me, it feels like my system might be devalued a little bit. So I, I don't like doing things that everyone else is doing. I don't know if anyone's noticed that. Um, but if, if I'm it just saying, popular, we're embarrassingly yeah. similar, Chris. I, I think I we should uh, a brother from another mother. A brother from another mother. Yes. A sister from another mister. There we go. <laughs> so yeah, I, the so we we do have we still do have a five day sprint, um, which is now all being powered on our software. So if you you do that, you get access to our software, which is totally free, and you get to use the task management. Our, our software, which I've not really spoken too much about, is basically if Slack and Trello met in a dirty nightclub at two o'clock in the morning and went off and had a baby, our product would be created. And that's that's a little love child, a dirty love child, dirty little love child. That's that's what Doddle is. He's a Doddle. Aww. So you should got... really use that as a strap line for it. I, you know what? I, the very first time that we we, we spoke about this, because there are similarities between the two, the two products. Obviously, why 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 I say that? Um, everyone on on our team has said no, Chris, you can't you can't say that. I want that as my website. It's like Trello and Trello and, and, and Slack have a love child. Meet Doddle. Yeah. 
Definitely. Hellraiser. Well, there we go. So, um, so the. You can definitely the, do an advert of that sort of kind, though, at some point. Oh, oh 100%. 100%. I've just got to get the rest of them on board with, with accepting uh, Richard Head to do the advert. There we go. That would work. So, <laughs> I'll tell you about Richard Head in a minute. Um, so, so the, 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 what we do, so we've got the five day sprint. We've got the, the new one that's launching, um, date we're on uh, around Christmas time so great Christmas gift yay uh, which is basically a um, an accountable weekly monthly um, service that you subscribe to and you get sent to task on a daily basis this is what you should be doing today um, and it's okay so where purely. can people sign up to this and how much is it um, at the moment that isn't live um, it's roughly going to be about £100 I think that's the email that just went out to um, those people that have already pre-registered um, it's £100 a month and that is, that's literally going to give you accountability it's going to give you access to a webinar with me once a week where you can ask me any questions because we're putting you on the Doddle product you get free Doddle product you also get access to me and my team via that product because the chat is between us so if you do have any questions like, you know Chris you just asked me to do this from a profile picture I think this is shit what do you think you get access to it so that's that's good now that that's our retirement fund the idea is is you know what if, if me and Paul want to go and buy an island and sit there and sun ourselves we need something that's contributing to it as most of these courses are designed as I wrote a post about it recently quite an honest post about it that the only reason people want to give you a free course is because they want you in the top of your market there's no there's no there's no point lying about it that's what it is so the, uh, the the main focus of what we do today and we're going to be doing for the foreseeable is three things one we do account management which is a big no-no for LinkedIn you're not allowed to have somebody else manage your account you know what get with the time for LinkedIn everyone's doing it and that's where somebody takes over management and they generate content for you and they look after the outreach they may plug in some sort of automation tools which we definitely don't do because you're not allowed to do that um, uh, you, you read between the lines um, for the Americans I mean yes um, I'm going to get so much trouble on that um, we, so we've, we've got the, uh, the, the account management the other one is what we call a hybrid approach and the hybrid approach is where we, we basically offer training slash mentorship um, about what you need to be doing so it's a daily accountable thing where you have access to me and the team um, we give you the training we make sure your profile is absolutely the dog's bollocks we recommend getting your banner sorted and we we put signpost you to that stuff we basically handhold you it's like, like a bit a bit like mentoring um and that tends to last for two three months something like that because people you know what they get you know chris we don't need you anymore you've managed to get us to the point where we need to do the third thing is is training um so i i, I go into businesses training is is ideally when there's more than one of you and more than one of you with the same goal ideally because we also add strategy to that so there's no point yeah. a trainer just coming in and saying well this is what you need to do on a daily basis so this is what you should do and this is what you do because the minute he turns his back and goes out the door 90 percent of what he's just said has just been forgotten because we all learn in different ways and we all do so the training that we deliver is we we, we come to your premises we, we do the training according to what your goals are not according to what we want to tell you um put the strategy in place as to how you achieve it and then we handhold you to you've achieved your goals yeah. um so it's, it's like it's, it's it's training on crack basically oh awesome who doesn't have training on we, crack well exactly but we don't supply the crack i must put that in the terms and conditions we don't supply the crack yes awesome yes. <laughs> <laughs> so how do people get in touch with you then website so, on linkedin where is it linkedin yeah, I, 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 I have a, a bit of a 
uh, if if I'm promoting LinkedIn and I'm saying you should be doing this on LinkedIn and this is where you should be doing LinkedIn, um, get me on LinkedIn. Yeah. I don't I don't don't come and find me on Facebook or Twitter or anything like that. No, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm not yeah. knocking anyone that uses Facebook groups because that's where a lot of people that are scared or not quite wary or not quite ready to to embrace LinkedIn are probably hanging out. So it's you know it's very easy to to harvest people on Facebook to say you know what come on to LinkedIn I'll show you how to do it. I'm not knocking that whatsoever. Um, particularly Helen Helen Pritchard does a phenomenal job in 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 taking people from absolute ground zero to for people getting really good results. Um, yeah. I, I, I used to knock Helen quite a bit. I never really understood the process. Um, and I, in the past, I've been uh, negative towards her methods. I'll hold my hands up. I'm not the sort of guy that, that, that you know tries to hide behind things I've done in the past. She's got a very good product program. She's got a very good product, which is generating decent leads for, for, for many people. The one thing I would say is that different people teach differently. Different people learn differently. And there are there are enough people to go around not to worry about your competition. Well, exactly, and that's that's another thing that I say endlessly on on all of my podcasts is that I'm not here to compete. I'm here to collaborate. There's enough people out there for everyone, and yeah. and I nobody does property the way that not nobody that I've met does property yeah. the way that I that I do it because I'm just yeah. I you know one I'm a female in a male industry. Two, I, you know I'm outspoken. I'm not. Um, pompous three yeah. uh, my ego is firmly for at home and not in uh, in my business at all um i'm the queen of my house i'm not the queen of anything else <laughs> so i definitely i definitely <laughs> run my business um holistically and hand-holding just like yourself you know yeah. very much you know a coaching people through the process because for me um taking someone from like like helen you know the grassroots of having an idea and taking them all the way to having their own business premises it's fucking yeah. scary and people yeah. and and people don't know anything about it usually when they come to me so it is very much a hand-holding exercise yeah. so i don't do anything like anyone does nobody does linkedin the way you do it nobody does linkedin the way helen does it so it's really good to have somebody for everyone i love that yeah. I think the, the, the key thing to remember, so I, I got asked the other day, what, why, what's the best thing you can do to be on LinkedIn? You know, the best thing to make sure that you are not like anybody else in the world is fucking be you. Yeah. No one can replicate you. Thankfully, no one can replicate me because I don't think the world's ready for that. But certainly, this, you know what, I, I'm not going to say that I'm the best LinkedIn guy in the world because quite frankly, I'm not. There are people that are getting better results and people that are getting worse results. I'm just part of an industry and a sector that is making their own way. And it's the same with everyone else. I've, I've got a, a, a small select few people that at the drop of the hat, if I'm too busy, I will send them to, to such and such a person. I've sent people to Helen in the past because the client they've come to me, I said, you know what, you you don't need me. I'm I'm not your I'm not your people. You need someone like Helen who who will will do far better job than I do. And when, when you embrace that, you, you do two things, I think. One is you stop worrying about what people think about you. Because quite quite frankly, if there's people listening to this, there's people that have seen some of my content, they go, Chris, you know what? I don't like you. I don't give a fuck. And the main reason why is because you're not my people and I am not yours. And that is absolutely fine. I'm not going to hold yeah. a grudge. I'm not going to come and try and burn your house down. I'm going to get on eating my cornflakes and cracking on with the business. I won't remember your name. I won't remember your face. I won't care what you've said. 
I, I say this a lot to, to lots of different people, especially my kids, because I've got one super sensitive and one super confident child. And yes. um, and it's the, the the sensitive child, she she's you know a loud mouth like her mother, but she hasn't got the balls, the kahunas to back it up. And she, oh, I think you frozen again. Back. You froze on the best spot there as well. That did I look awesome. like a sh- did I look like a shag doll? <laughs> you looked like you were doing a shit. To be fair. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. Like um, yeah. Don't worry, I'll edit that out. No, you won't. Fucking over though. But yeah, I've got one. I've got one child that's super sensitive, and she, you know, really cares about what other people think of her. And I spend a lot of time because I am incredibly lucky that I've been born to really not care about what anyone else thinks about me. And I do now understand as I've got older that that other people aren't born like that because, it, yeah. you know, throughout my whole, whole childhood, I just didn't get it. I was like, why do you care what anyone else thinks about you? Now, you know, I completely... Oh, there you are. I completely, um, you know, own it and love it and kind of empower people around me to kind of not yeah. give a shit what anyone else thinks. I think there's a, there's a fine line from from telling people you don't give a shit to actually sitting back and going, you know what, I, that that could be deep that did, and that 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 still happens today. I still there's still some some comments that will happen, and I think, you know what, you're just a prick. Why are you saying that? Why are you trying to drag someone down? And then I remember, you know what, for them trying to troll somebody might have been the highlight of their day. For me, it was. You know, 2.30 on a Friday afternoon. And it's remembering that, that, you know what, if someone, if someone has a negative thing about you, if somebody has this connotation that they want to take you down, that's their prerogative. That's up to them. Let them crack on. You do you. Let them do them. You know what? It'll work out. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a shame that other people you know, do you have that struggle? And I think it's it's great that, you know, we don't... It's great we don't have that problem. Yeah. I think but, this, this... Uh, I feel for kids that are raised kind of to, to care, and I do try my best to get my kids to not feel that way. Yeah. I, I think we, I, I'm the same as you. I've got one that's, that's hypersensitive and one that is, um, I think he's literally come from my rib lesson. Um, he's the one I was throwing cabbages and tomatoes at yesterday. But the, you know, the, the Millie blesser, she, she does worry about things. She's at the age where social media is starting to play a part of her life, um, and situations that she sees on the news. And part of me is thinking, you know, when I was her age, I was eating dirt. I was playing football. I was I was playing rugby. I was running around till the streetlights came on. Then I know I had to get home within for three minutes, otherwise I got no dinner. That it was. No, we just used to play underneath the streetlights. Yeah, it was it was a different it was a different world. We didn't worry about what certain certain um, uh, TV celebrities were doing on their Instagram account. It, it didn't exist. There was no worries. There was no pressures. I say there was no pressure. There was still certain pressure, but there weren't the pressure. Certain, certain 
um, uh, TV celebrities were doing on their Instagram account. We, it didn't exist. There was no worries. There was no pressures. I say there was no pressure. There was still certain pressures, but there weren't the pressures that we've got today. So, oh yeah, I remember falling out with my friends and it being literally the end of the world. So, yeah. so I say to people all the time, it was just, it was just different. I don't yes. think it was. I don't, yeah, it was just different. Yeah. But anyway, we're coming to the end of our podcast, and I end yes. all of the podcasts with the eight mile moment. Now we've both admitted that we don't give a shit what other people think about us, and yeah. we're quite happy to say. Uh, the bad things about ourselves now eight mile uh, eminem is one of my uh, favorite um, actors and and the eight mile was a brilliant film so he does all of his rap battles by saying all the bad things about him so his opponent can't say it back to him so yep. chris what's the worst thing about you personally or or <laughs> physically or what what are we going for because i've, well, I've got a shitload <laughs> what would what would what would my what would my rap battle be about um, you definitely put, probably put about how messy I am. Hundred percent. I, I, if you, if you, I have two officers in my desk in Tamworth, and currently there's only me in the office. And currently, both of them are like something's exploded in there. So I'm. I'm Can messy. you only work in that environment? Because when I've got a clean desk, I'm, I'm unhappy. I. It's not that I'm unhappy. It's I don't feel productive. If I've got shitloads of pieces of paper, even though I search for them, I'm throwing them around like that, and you know, there's bottles of water all over the place. If if I'm not in that environment, I don't feel like I've been productive. If I if I walk out at night and look back and go, "Fuck, that's a mess," I've had a good day. Yeah, I've got a, a not a photographic, like an eidetic memory where I, as long as I've seen it, I'm very visual. As long as, long as I've seen it, I know exactly where it is. So if somebody moves something, that's it. Like, I, I'm lost. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I get the same. I mean, I, I'm fortunate that we, we, we've got two desks in our office because Megan, who works with us, she's in her final year at university as well. So she only does part-time hours. So when she is back from Birmingham, she uses the desk. Thankfully, she's not been back, although she finishes tomorrow. So I have to tidy up the desk at some point tomorrow, which is going to be awkward because I'm not in the office. Um, so no doubt I'm going to get some sort of bollocking on Monday morning when... when turn up and it looks like a homeless person's been slept on a desk yeah yeah oh, I'm, I'm, messy. yeah. Um, I'm not I'm not very good at keeping my mouth shut I I left in fact uh, on two occasions um, the, 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 the the police so I, I used to be in Westminster Police um, when I left Westminster Police um, under a bit of a cloud because I wasn't going through a particularly nice stage in my life um, uh, mentally, I wasn't quite um, right. Um, the I, my station um, inspector, brilliant bloke, uh, Dave Cook, said, "Chris, I, I've really appreciated you working here for three years. It's been a it's been a joy. It's been nice covering up some of your shit. However, you're fucking unemployable. <laughs> Good luck." And, and I thought, you know, that's a bit harsh. That is until my then next employer said exactly the same. Chris, you're unemployable. Yeah. Can't work it. So. Yeah, yeah I, I've worked for myself for uh, more than 10 years now and I, I genuinely think it would be impossible for me to work for someone else. Yeah. I, I was speaking to somebody today and she was saying how they're going through a bit of transformation in the business and every ounce of me was wanting to tell her to just just stand up and tell them to fuck off. Not, not realising that I can't do, I can do that. I can't ask other people to do that because they, they it's their job, it's their livelihood. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm unemployable. There's another one. 
Um, I I drink, um, not not massively. He says with his his, his bottle of JD yeah. that's never finished. Um, but I I, I enjoy uh, a bit of a top. What I find is when I've had a, a bit of JD, I get quite creative. So a lot of the a lot of the the um, the Richard Head stuff comes out once I have a drink. Um, Do you know what you might find as well? Because I'm I'm massively into my exercise, and I find when I'm pushed to that exhaustion. Yeah. Some crazy stuff comes out of my mind. Yes. Oh yeah. 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 We've we've Richard Head's about to do a video um, of which is the, I I don't know if uh, my entire business might go down the pan when I release this video. Oh wait! I've not told anybody um, other than a couple of friends. Uh, so Paul and Gemma and, and Megan don't know. It, we, we're going to do the night before Christmas. Um, but it's going to be the, the Richard Head version, um, and he's he's going to be doing it at a school. So it's it's car crash TV. But, um, well, I think you go live on the 29th, so will it have already been out by then? Yes, it will have done. It's going to be it's going out uh, next week. Awesome. Uh, it's, uh, it's to the point where I <laughs> I can't post it on my my personal account because I'm pretty sure it's going to close the, the, the Richard Head account down the minute I do it. Um, so yeah, it's quite 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 bad. Oh, I'm kind of proud of you. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. And I think we need to get you back on because I think that you're quite interesting. Well done. Congratulations. Thank you. I hope I've not made anyone go to sleep. Um, no, I don't think so. I'm still alive. Good. It's good. It's always good that the host still remains alive yeah. during a podcast. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And I'm not steaming drunk so I should have I should probably bought more drinks up with me shouldn't I because this is this is finished okay, anyway thank you for being uh, yeah, thank you for being on the you. podcast I know you did I'm so proud yeah. <laughs> and if you want to be on the podcast please send an email to info at find-surveyors.co.uk if you can help with any property or you want to sponsor a podcast send an email to that email address as well thank you very much bye take care Thank you so much for listening to the podcast and we have a five day sprint challenge for all you salon owners. So please do get in touch with us if you want your free space. Thanks for listening. Bye.